Well, China has a plan for Europe, has a plan for every country of the world. They have a plan and are implementing their plan for Africa, for any region on this planet. Do we have a plan for China? Because China's plans are very powerful because they um, not only have uh, the diplomacy of their country at the service of their plans, as any Western country would, but they have the capacity, since they are a totalitarian regime, to put everything together. So their businesses, their banks, their medias, their army, of course, their diplomacy, of course, are all working together with a specific plan for every part of the world. So if we don't have a plan to counter that, to do something to protect us, we are losing. And we are losing positions in many aspects of our societies, of our, of our countries. When we do business with China, we are just doing business. They are doing geopolitics. When we do sports, we take part in international competitions like the last Olympic Games, Winter Olympic Games, we are just doing sports. They are doing ge geopolitics. When we do culture and we make uh, cultural exchanges with uh, other, country, other countries and China, we are just doing culture. We have our distinguished academics, um, cultural institutions completely independent from uh, their governments, and that's a very good thing that they are independent. China is doing geopolitics. For instance, with their Confucius institutes all over the world that with the excuse of uh, giving the opportunity to learn Chinese, which is a very good thing, they make propaganda for the com communist regime of Beijing. So if we don't have a plan, we are in great disadvantage. Not only they have the capacity to put everything together, but they have uh, at their disposition a big, huge amounts of money, and they don't need to be accountable to anybody except their supreme leader. Any Western institution, a Western embassy, or even more, a Western business must give account for the money they are, they are spending, for the, what they are doing, for the conference they are promoting. They don't have to do that. They have lots of money, included cash, of course, at their disposal. So it is easy to understand why sometimes suddenly some uh, important intellectual, some uh, politician, uh, goes suddenly in a few days from taking part to conferences uh, protecting Tibet rights, Hong Kong rights, to take part in beautiful conferences saying that China is an opportunity. We have there an opportunity to develop our economy. I can uh, remind uh, an example. Uh, you remember the CAI, the Comprehensive Agreement on Investments, that was uh, for a long time negotiated between European Union and China. Uh, then it failed because there were so many 
protests, so many doubts raised about that, that they had to abandon, or at least to put it on the side for a while. But when in the Italian Senate we had the audition with the Chinese ambassador and the chief negotiator of the European Union, who by the way was an Italian, but that was not important because he was the negotiator for the European Union, uh, it was amazing to hear the very same, and we heard them separately, to hear the very same arguments from both of them. I asked, where is, what is the convenience for us to promote these uh, investments uh, when these investments are mainly jobs moving from our country, namely countries, namely Italy for us, but Western countries, to China? to produce merchandise there, to increase their GDP, and to, of course, to uh, um, diminish our, our GDP. And I, I asked them, where, why is that so good for us? I really don't understand. And the first to answer was the chief negotiator of the EU. He said that in this way, China will become richer and so they will be more likely to buy our products and to come as a tourist in our countries. That's very good. That means that if I have a restaurant and another person has another restaurant, I should encourage all my friends to go to the other restaurants. So the, the waiters and all those who are working in the other restaurant will be so rich that sometimes will come to my restaurant. That was a very strong point of logic, and it was the very same explanation that we were given by the Chinese ambassador. So you suspect that Chinese are very good at using all their resources, you know, any kind of resources. Uh, the reason to have a politic, uh, policy about China has been uh, in somehow brought about by IPAC, the International Interparliamentary Alliance on uh, China, which uh, involves members of parliament of uh, all the sides, uh, majority and opposition of many countries, currently I think 30. And uh, of course it is a little group of members of parliament, we cannot solve such a big problem, but at least we are stressing the point that if the Western countries don't somehow design a policy toward China, we will be completely lost in front of their capacity of working in our countries. I don't have here to mention how many businesses, Western businesses are owned by China, how good they are in entering our systems, especially the technological systems. In Italy, for instance, they have built a big port in Liguria, in uh, uh, northwestern Italy, and uh, they are very strong in uh, Trieste port. And, you know, ports are a very good place for logistics, for uh, um, technological connections. They don't do that just for business, as I mentioned. Well, but there is another point that I think is very important, and that was uh, made clear in a confrontation just one year ago at the United Nations, uh, when the, the ambassador of the United States, Mrs. Linda Thomas-Greenfield, spoke about racism in order to introduce a, 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 a support for the Uyghur people under persecution and under acts of genocide. genocide. And uh, she mentioned the 
racism, the rampant racism present in her country, that is the United States of America, saying that she has suffered, the racism is still there, huh? therefore Chinese shouldn't be racist toward the Uyghurs. The opportunity was immediately taken by the Vice Ambassador of China, Mr. Dai Ping, who said, since you have, you admitted the terrible, the ignoble record on human rights of your country, why don't you address first racism in your country first and then maybe taking care of what happens in our country, of course, denying any, any kind of racism and discrimination against the, the Uyghurs. So when uh, in the Western countries we are, we don't believe anymore in how good is our system, of course, full of laws, as Winston Churchill said, you know, <laughs> it's the worst system except all the others. But why aren't we proud of that system? We probably here are, but in many other places, we forget how good is our system in com uh, compared to the others. And uh, when we offer to our opponents the totalitarian regimes, our criticism toward our system, such a radical criticism, for instance, with theories like the critical race theory, well, of course, we give them the opportunity to say, which authority do you have? to speak about our record. So the same thing we can say about Ukraine uh, war. Of course, it is, uh, we, we strongly condemn that. We cannot accept such an attack to the integrity, the sovereignty of a, of a, of a, uh, of a country. But when some uh, Western leader expect that also China should be outraged by that, by that it is self-delusion or maybe people, the public opinion delusion. Because, of course, why should China be scandalized by what's going on in Ukraine? Don't you remember what, what they did and they're still doing in Tibet, what they are doing in Hong Kong, and what they are planning, or at least declaring, they want to do to Taiwan? So why should they be outraged by what's going on in Ukraine? This very morning happening something very, very uh, meaningful. Uh, the, the Prime Minister of my country, Mario Draghi, uh, speaking at the House of Deputies, said, uh, we expect we have to keep an open door to China because we expect them not to support uh, Russia in this, uh, in this event about Ukraine and all, all the other things. And uh, within one hour, the spokesman of uh, Wang Yi, the uh, Minister of Foreign Affairs of China, said, without saying that he was answering to Mairi Draghi, he said, we support the presence of Russia at the next G20 summit. You know, why shouldn't they do that? So when we speak about the Ukrainian war, we should remember that the big player is not Russia. The big player is China, who will, of course, try to take the opportunity to increase their power and influence. Um, I'm, I'm at the conclusion of my, of my uh, saying. Um, it has been said several times this morning, and we are often called, or our countries are called to raise at least a 2% their spending for military, uh, for, for increase the mil military capacity. Of course, this is something that we should do. By the way, it is 20 years that the leaders of NATO countries 
uh, engage that. They sign declarations saying that they will, and they never did. Anyway, but I think that we should uh, raise at least to 2%, not our money, but our engagement to promote our values, to remember that our values are the difference made with the others, not just because we are it is us against the others, because we have a system that should promote freedom. And freedom means also that Hungary, we heard it this morning by Judith Varga, should not be singled out just because they passed the law to protect their children from LGBT propaganda. This is not our value. Uh, it means that nobody should, like Pavi Reisenen, that we uh, listen to tomorrow morning, shouldn't be on trial because just only because she takes the Bible seriously. You know, this is not our values. This is not what our predecessors fought for. To put in short, our values. I quote. I could very well quote the famous: uh, "We hold this truth to be." self-evident, but I requote something much older. Pericles, the leader of Athens 25 centuries ago, said during his famous speech, he said, we know and we hold this truth to be, <laughs> and we think that the only happiness is in freedom, and freedom is possible only with courage, and courage means to be able to stand up for our values. This is what we basically need. Without that, we are, will not have any use, any good use for our weapons, for our wealth, but we will only be just going idly around the problem. The problem is to stand up for our values. Thank you very much.